0: Welcome to Promo Insiders, a new podcast from ASI's Counselor Magazine. In this weekly series, we'll be tackling every topic that matters to the promotional products industry, from hard-hitting subjects to fun trends and new opportunities. I'm CJ Mitica, Editor-in-Chief of Counselor and Advantages Magazines, and this week we're talking about the coronavirus and the disruption it's causing in the promo industry. How are companies handling this crisis, and what opportunities exist in these tough times? That's our topic. Hi everyone! Thanks for joining us for another episode of Promo Insiders. Again, I'm CJ Mitica, Editor in Chief of Agents and Counselor Magazine, and I've got Christopher Ruvo, Executive Editor of Counselor, on the line, who's working from home without a care in the world. How are you doing, Chris?
1: (laughs) Well, hardly without a care, but I'm 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 doing good. Thank you, CJ.
0: So we're talking about coronavirus. um, It's and it's just been amazing to me the just the level of of disruption. It's caused in our professional lives, in our in our personal lives, and just sort of how how quickly we've all just come accustomed to like this is how how it's going to be. It's just amazing to me.
1: Yeah, it's um, you know, we're we're I'm sure we're experiencing the same things that that really you know folks across the world, not just the United States and Canada, but across the world, are experiencing where it it seems like you know the, the gravity of the situation escalated extremely quickly where it went from one where it was like, okay, this is going to cause some disruption. It's a concern to like, oh boy, this is, this is really an event on a worldwide scale that, you know, we haven't, we haven't really seen before. Maybe the only thing that's comparable and I, I it's not entirely comparable, obviously, Um but is something on the scale of like a like a world war, almost, you know, and obviously we're not sending folks off to, to, to fight and die and whatnot. But in terms of its impact across the entire world, that's something that we're that we're seeing right now.
0: Yeah, I've been thinking about this, too. The, the comparable, at least I feel, in our lifetime is is 9-11, at least some mm-hmm. sort of, you know, this world shaking event that caused everything mm-hmm. to come to a complete standstill. So that's the only com- comparable thing that I can th- think about in our lifetime.
1: Yeah, that that's you know, that's that's another great example. Um, you know, where you feel like just everything like everything stops and there's so much um uncertainty and and, and here in the in the US and in, in Canada, you can even say in in the West, so to speak in general, um, we're really kinda entering right now, um where China was a, a, a several months ago, right? Where it's we're really starting to see um cases escalate and where we're seeing, um, you know, a lot of restrictions and um, precautions being put in place to kind of check the viral spread, and that's thought having all kinds of disruption in, in in, in daily life. So um, I say that as a negative, but also as a positive, because as we're seeing, and I think we'll get more into this later, with, um, with China right now, China is starting to emerge from this by no means back to normal, yeah. but there is – a return, so there, there's a there's a positive arc now in China and in even in Korea as well, or excuse me, South Korea as well. And um, so, so that's something we want to want to keep in mind. That even though we're entering pretty dark days right here, if we manage this right as a society, we can we can be okay in the in in, in the longer term.
0: Yeah, I think that's a that's a great point. Um, it's it's amazing to me. You know, we we, we feel it feels like we've been talking about this forever it's just been like in the past month and a half you know you've been covering this right from from the outset and it's it's so it's so fascinating how as you were writing those initial articles you know coronavirus it seemed like a world away right it was in, it was in china yeah. and, what, and it just seemed like such a distant thing and and now you know now if like this is like the paranoia of our you know, of how we're living like it feels like everywhere you turn you know every interaction you have with somebody everything you touch you know, if someone someone randomly sneezes or coughs you're like, oh, yeah. does, does someone have it? You get it. But right. that's that's the um, that's the contrast of of it, where the these extreme measures that are being taken um, mm-hmm. and being placed on on um, limiting social gatherings, working from home, um, you know, those types of interventions are, are mm-hmm. necessary. And you know, China has done that. South Korea has done that with with payoff, mm-hmm. limiting the spread. Yeah. And they're and they're emerging from that now. And that, and so th- I agree with you. Th- things look bleak, but you know this is sort of the necessary steps we have to take to emerge from the other side.
1: Yeah, it's like that. It's like that saying, you know, there's, there's no way around. There's only through, or something to that effect. Yeah. Like there's no way that we could kind of circum circumvent the things that we're doing in terms of you know the social distancing, the precautions we're taking, et cetera. We just kind of have to like live through them. To the best extent possible, and then and then hope as as stabilization comes and it will come. This is not going. This is not going to go on forever. It, there there will be a time where this flat and stabilizes and then starts to go in the other direction. That will start to ease some of these you know social distancing um, uh, initiatives that have been put in place that have led to all these event cancellations et cetera. And things will come back. It's just that we that you know we can't we can't fast forward to there. We have to we have to live through this right now.
0: Right. Yeah. So let's 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 dive into this in terms of its impact on the promotional products industry, how COVID-19 is is hampering companies and what they're doing to adapt, because I actually think that's one theme that's going to emerge is sort of the adaptability and resiliency that that um, industry companies and we're. We're all displaying um, in dealing with with this crisis. So, you know, Chris, you've been talking with companies again mm-hmm. from the start from the start of the emergence of of coronavirus, and you and, and mm-hmm. you've been talking to them consistent consistently throughout throughout this. Um, in your recent conversations with, with these leading uh, promotional products companies, mm-hmm. what's been their general sentiment and how are, how are they approaching this crisis?
1: All right, so let's let's kind of break those into a few different buckets because there's so much going on there right yeah so let's 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 take it maybe first from um an or uh, I'll, I'll say this this kind of began as a supply chain issue, right, where it was, hey, you know the chinas in factories there the factories in china are 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 shutting down. We're not able to get products that could potentially cause inventory shortages. That's a big problem. It has since expanded to a, a much larger problem, I think as we're all now well aware and that's because it's um, you know because of its spread uh, or potential spread in uh, the, the United States so f- so that's triggering um, suppliers and distributors here in the states and in Canada to um, take uh, to really significantly alter in a lot of cases their um, their their operations so what is so what does that look like it doesn't mean they're closing down or, or anything like that you know certainly not yet but it does mean that they're that many companies are allowing anybody who can to, 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 work remotely. It means that they're, um, putting all kinds of, um, heightened, more intense, um, uh, focus on sanitation in their facilities, which is not to say that they weren't doing proper things before that, but it, they've, they've upped that, that factor, um, you know, ex- exponentially to, tr- because in there's instances, you know, if you're a supplier, um, you know, you have production and warehouse staff. Those those folks can't work from home. They have they have to be in in the facility um, in order to do their job. So that that's where that focus on uh, sanitation is coming or sanitization is coming. Excuse me. You know what I'm saying. And um, so those those are those are two big ways. Um, it's it's also um, you know uh, for, from an operational standpoint, it's really requiring. Um, companies, suppliers, and distributors to monitor how this situation evolves, you know, almost every few hours, forget daily, every few hours, it seems that there's new developments. So, for instance, um, you don't yet have, as far as I'm aware, a mandate where... Um, it's absolutely like the government is saying in this particular area, you are not allowed to open a a, a business like at all, you know, in which case that would, you know, that would necessitate the closing down of, um, say like a, like a supplier's, uh, stateside facility or something like that. But that is a reality that, um, that, that could come about. So that's another operational thing that, um, that they're dealing with, um, yeah, that, so that's 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 some of the big things with with operations. Um, did you want to talk impact on, on on sales, kind of the more forward
0: looking thing? Yeah, I, I do want to dive into that. I also want to bring up the point because you talked about how these companies are, you know, how they're 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 trying to stay open and they're they're, they're yeah. sending people home. Just just for our, our listeners, you know, ASI is an example of, of this. You know, we're, yeah. we're 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 a quote unquote large company, you know, like for you know close to 400 employees. Start uh, mm-hmm. on Friday, the you know the um, our company leaders to, and our t- president CEO Tim Andrews, um, you know, notified all of us that majority of employees who can, who can work from home should start working from from home beginning on Friday. And so that, and that's that's been the case. Um, and, you know, it's there are. I'm, I'm actually in the office today because there are a couple of things that we I had to do in the production of our upcoming issue that I need to be in the office for. I need to, I'm writing an article that you know accessing the archives, our, our our mag our magazine archives dating back you know fifty sixty years. Well, yeah. You know that that that's not available. Um, so, but for the m- most part, majority ASI employees are working from home and they're actively. And they're actively um, getting other departments who are not accustomed to working from home getting them ready to work from home ramping up to this this idea that the, the our building's not going to be open that people are not are going to be you know working from from home and you're seeing that with companies in the industry it's, it's interesting interesting to me the dichotomy between um, you know you have distributors that are primarily a sales organiz, sales organizations um, and the, and those and those salespeople are used to traveling, to being on the road, to mm-hmm. being out of the office. So distributors, I think, are in a generally in a good in a good place to, to handle this. Suppliers have a tougher job because of, of of warehousing and fulfillment, and they need people on site to 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 you know to move these orders and move product through. And so mm-hmm. I think I think their task is a, is a, is certainly a tougher one.
1: Yeah, it's because because it's you know they're obviously just as concerned about their. Their employees, as as distributorships are, and for all the reasons that you just said, I think I think distributorships um, are a little bit better positioned to to handle the work from home and and, and are, are able to you know keep operations going more because they're, hey, they're they might be used to already using um, you know cloud, a lot of cloud based things to communicate with each other and, and clients and, and and things of that nature.
0: Yeah. So what's so from what you've been um, hearing and in your conversations with. Um, you know, leading industry executives, what kind of impact are they seeing on, on sales?
1: So, like, listen, I, I don't want to be overly dire, um, but right now, it's it, it, it dramatic, dramatic drop offs is not overstating it. I'll give you I'll give you one example that I think highlights the reality that a lot of folks are dealing with. I spoke with um uh, with David Nicholson. Everybody knows David. He's the president of Polyconcept North America (PCNA), one of the biggest suppliers in the industry. He's had extensive discussions with um, you can imagine. I won't say which one, but a lot of distributors will say. Um, he's hearing from them that sales last week, when the reality of this COVID nineteen situation in the United States kicked in, that last week distributors saw a twenty percent to thirty percent decline um, in 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 their sales for the, for that week. Um, uh, he David now was based on his conversations was anticipating that things could actually even get worse in t- um, in, in terms of percentage drop off during these first few weeks where much of the nation or where much of the nation, where areas of the nation are um, facing or you know are, are, are looking at hey large scale cl- uh, school closures and uh, social distancing like work from home. And you know bars and restaurants being closed and things of that nature that it's it, it's you know, gonna, it's going to trigger to to a degree a panic that's going to cause marketers to at least temporarily pull back on on their planned spend and then of course it's not always just panic in some times it's 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 actually you know based on real reality in the sense that events and conferences as we well know are being canceled and orders tied to them are now not not being placed so when you have that kind of perfect we're essentially experiencing a perfect storm of conditions to create um volatility within our marketplace and within the the broader economy and that at least in the short term really means nothing good for 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 industry sales and that's that's not a happy reality to look at um but I think it's a realistic one at this point. I will, though, add that a number of um, uh, executives I spoke with and, and which would include uh, David Nicholson, said that they feel that if this situation gets what we, what you might call relatively under control before it gets too too deep into into Q2. That there's still a reasonable chance, based on how strong the economy was when we went into this, right? Mm-hmm. That um, that uh, that later in the year, you might, you know, things will kind of the, the decline will flatten out, and um, you'll you'll not see sales like on the par of what we saw last year per se, but that we will start to see a rise, uh, you know, things leveling and and you know, commerce returning. For the, for the American economy, the Canadian economy as well, and for um, you know for our industry. So really, these few weeks are extremely critical, because if we can, as a nation, can check uh, or really significantly slow down the spread and sort of get things under control the way that China ha- seems to have ultimately been able to, well, then we could start to have, you know, the, the ah, all right, all right, the worst has passed. We could start to dial it down a little bit, and 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 life could start to get closer to returning to normal, and that would be good for business.
0: Yeah, you, the the figures you cited, I'm not surprised by those. We have data that's uh, we have we have a survey that's out in the, in the field right now, um, basically examining the impact of, of the coronavirus on on sales mm-hmm. and and and, buy, and, and buyers um, and. Just looking at a couple things, including industry health, there's a there's a de- there's a noticeable drop off for where distributors saw the industry in January, where they see it now. Not it, it didn't plummet, plummet, but it, it, there's a noticeable yeah. drop off. But I think it's important to remember that even in sort of this in, in this in this time where where it's easy to to have these negative expectations and be get worried and and anxious that mm-hmm. there 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 is a path through. Um, you, like you know, as as David said and uh, others said, in terms of if they can get this under control, if we can sort of wet weather it, I think there's good there's mm-hmm. there's there's a way to and, and things can can, can resume in, in a decent fashion. Um, that mm-hmm. that should be that should be encouraging. And I think there's also other encouraging news. I, I know you just wrote an article about what's happening in in China with the factories um, and getting back online. What what can you tell us about that?
1: Yeah, that is a big bright spot. I, I, there's, there's, and that's something that we should all take a little bit of a heart. in as we're looking at all these negatives, This is this, th- that is a really positive thing. So a, um, a, a number of top suppliers that we uh, spoke with um, this week said that, hey, you know, our factories, either all of our factories are operational to a degree or almost all our factories are, call it like a 9 out of 10 situation, are operational. Um, uh you know uh operational to a degree some suppliers um I'll point out Bitgraphic Graphic North America they mentioned that um that not only are their fact all their factories back online but that they're operating at pretty much um full capacity which is which is interesting and 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 encouraging um to hear, and why does that that matter so much? Well, of course it matters because you know China makes the vast majority of the products that we sell here in North America, um, and that you know uh, had there been longer and deeper reaching delays in getting factories you know um, you know really back up to true you know production levels, um we would really start to see some pretty significant inventory shortages um as the year. Kind of went on. Now, there's already been for for some suppliers, depending on how they had positioned their inventory prior to the COVID nineteen outbreak, there has certainly already been um, suppliers dealing with with significant inventory issues, um, but those would have been you know even more exacerbated um had uh had these factories in China not started to um come back online and um even even though there's gonna be some some potential minor inventory issues, it seems that at some of the larger suppliers, the ones that we've talked to anyway still think that that's nothing that they can't handle with with without with um you know without being able to offer like comparable product and and things of things of that nature so so that is you know that is a big positive. Um, you know, I'm sure the cynical would remark, you know, well, what does it matter if they have inventory? And nobody wants to buy anything. <laughs> okay, fair, fair point. You know, you, you could go ahead and make that point, but but it's it, it, the situation would be even worse you know, if if nobody wanted to buy anything and then there, and then when they did want to start buying things again, there was no inventory for them to buy. So at least when hopefully things do start to cycle back to some type of norm normalcy, um, there, there's gonna be product there for, for folks to purchase. And that's that's a very encouraging thought, I think.
0: Yeah, and, and to make the point, um there's still there's still orders being placed. Buyers are still placing orders, distributors are still taking orders, there's still commerce going on. It's just not. At, sure, it's just yeah. not at the full scale it, it was, in a lot and a lot of a lot of things such as events and schools and, and athletics and things like that. Yeah. Like yeah, that the those areas those areas ha, ha, have have dried up because everything has been canceled. You know, everything has stopped. So yeah, yeah. That but there's still other things that are going on, and I know I know you talked with distributors last week who on this very subject who were talking about well. Um, you know, if you know your your orders are being canceled, events are being being postponed. You know, what can you do mm-hmm. to 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 keep those orders, to keep the business? What 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 did they say in in your in their conversations with you?
1: Yeah, so they had they had a number of interesting um, approaches, kind of depending on where things stood. So um, so so one distributor said, hey, you know, listen, the re- the reason you're you folks are having this particular conference that they were having is because you wanted to reach this this certain audience your need to reach that audience still still exists you, even though you're not having the, con- the conference why don't we take items um that you've that you've already done for for, for the conference and that we kind of have you know approval on we'll we'll um uh, we'll, we'll print those up and we'll send them you know via a direct mail to, um, you know, to the, to the, to everyone who had signed up to attend along with a, you know, a personalized letter saying, Hey, you know, sorry, this was canceled. Um, you know, but we're really excited to hold this again. I think this event again, you know, um, in the fall or whenever it might be. And we're really looking forward to seeing you there. And oh, by the way, here's this, like, I think it was a laptop sticker, um, a laptop sticker for you, you know, it wasn't a major thing, but it was just a way to have like a touch point to, um, to let the, let those people who are planning to to come to your event, know that you still care about them, you know, even though that they're not coming to your event, you know, and just kind of reminding them who you are. So I thought that was like a really excellent, um, you know, approach. Another one, and this is kind of a highly specific case, but I I think it's a a, a case study. Um, There was a nonprofit down in Atlanta, and they wanted to they were holding an event of some kind it was canceled um they too had already had their um their order for guess what the holy grail of promotional products at the moment they had an order for hand sanitizer okay and they had they were able to actually uh, get the stock for this so the distributor very wisely said you don't want to cancel this order hand sanitizer is is you know the new oil right now basically yeah. um so so, let's print these. Up. Let's let's get your logo on this. Let's finish printing it up, and then you take these and you go out into your community and to whoever you think is the, the right end recipients, and you say, here we we want we we want to help. You know, hey nursing home, we're providing these this hand sanitizer. We know you might be low. Hey, you know you know community outreach center or whatever it might be. You know here's um you know here's this hand sanitizer, and it would be a way of creating goodwill in the community, and ultimately. Um, you know, when that nonprofit starts to look to local folks for um, for, for donations to help support its initiatives, people are going to remember that, hey, back in the crisis, you know, they were the ones giving away hand sanitizer when everybody else was, was hoarding it. So it was kind of a, a, a smart, you know longer-term payoff kind of altruistic move so those are those are a few examples there's there's definitely others i could go through them but if you like but you you tell me where you want me to stop (laughs) i think i think
0: those are great i think it's i think it pays to remember that in 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 dire times when there's some things like recession it's very easy to just you know throw your hands up and say oh woe is me everything's screwed there's nothing there's nothing we can do but in reality there's Mm -hmm. There's a, there's lots of create, creative avenues to to find business and, and, and keep sales and, and and distributors just have to be uh, you know persistent and and just and have to be, be able to think creatively and outside the box in terms of where where can I find these opportunities.
1: Yeah, that's that's true, and I, I won't be as long-winded on, on this one. I promise. <laughs> some of those some of those things are, hey, you know, even if it's not going to immediately directly benefit you. Reach out to your clients. Say how you, you know, how are you faring all this as a, as as a human being. You know, I just want to let you know I, I, I'm here. I care about you, etc. It's a, we we talk so much in promotional products about um, you know you don't want to just be an order taker. You know you want to be a consultant and a partner. Well, a partner and a consultant is going to reach out to some some uh, somebody they care about on a human level at a time like this. So that's there's a there's a You know, that that could be a smart thing to do. And if you do have the available cash flow and capital, maybe you even want to throw some kind of self promotion in there, whatever whatever it might be. Um, you know, um make sure it's tactful, but but something like that could work. Another thing is with all these people working from home, right? You um you could you could have companies send like, you know, like morale boosting kits, um or like work from home kits something to almost with with a, with a touch of humor that they could send to their employees to kind of create a sense of camaraderie that hey you know we may be all used to working together in the office now we're at home but we're still a community we're still a team you know here's these things to remind you that you're an important part of that team stuff stuff like that so that's more direct mail initiatives you could do so these these are things these are concrete steps that 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 companies can take and that distributors can help them take to um you know, to to, to whether this is best possible.
0: Yep, and I, I just want to add that ASI as a company and our, and our editorial department is going to be by by your guys' side the li- the listeners throughout, throughout throughout this whole throughout this whole situation. Uh, you know, we're, we were gearing we're gearing up content to not only cover the corona you know coronavirus in detail as developments occur, but continually offering um, ideas, solutions, advice to all of you to. To help help you weather the storm and, and 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 be able to to come out the other side, you know, stronger and better.
1: Yeah, very true. Very true. That's 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 our intention. That's why that's why we try to be here. That's why we do these podcasts and everything. It's just that it's uh we we, we want to help you first understand what's happening industry wide, and that's why we do a lot of straight news coverage on this, but then also kind of give you what we just did, which is that. But she said, hey, here's things you could – okay, you know the situation. Here's what you could do about it.
0: Yep. So, Chris, thank, thank you for joining us today. I know your kids are probably creating a, a huge racket outside your door. <laughs> 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 I know yes, yesterday, hey. yesterday, yesterday my, my, at 3, three o'clock it went, from, it went from my kids being sane, normal humans, to attacking each other in, in the worst ways possible, and I had to like, take them out, outside and air them out for an hour before they became humans again.
1: <laughs> yeah, we are, we haven't evolved that that, that far yet. Um, you know, the video games and uh, uh, yeah. Roblox and Fortnite <laughs> and all that stuff—they're able to game online with their friends, so that's that's been super helpful uh, so far. But I think that's only going to last so long before they go baddie. So hopefully, <laughs> we'll get a, cu- a couple more days of it.
0: <laughs> all right. Well, be be well, be safe, Chris, and uh, and everybody. Be sure to um, follow our coverage on uh, ASI central.com so chris thank you again for 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 joining us today and be safe thank you cj all right and thank you everybody for listening have a good day